hail our fair river vale. Register. John, that was beautiful. Thank you. Was, you you asked me to do that. That was better than I even expected, honestly. You 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 said you wanted to hear if I could sing, and I gave you one word, and that yeah. answered your question. Wow, that's like the in the Hillary Duff movie, Raise Your Voice, where they like they have Hillary Duff sing, and everyone's like, "Wow, she can sing." <laughs> that was me. Yeah, someone get me a ticket to Camp Rock. Oh man. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I was, it was okay. It was very low-key. Cool. Yeah, yeah, how about you? I had a good Thanksgiving, but my mom broke her... Or not broke, but my mom ended up in a boot. Because we were going to like originally be like, oh, like we'll have a bunch of people over for Thanksgiving. Like, it'll be nice or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anybody, like, you know, the stragglers. Then like three weeks ago, my mom broke her leg. Or not broke her leg. She did not break her leg. But she was playing pickleball. She stepped backwards. And she ended up like ripping something in her leg. I don't know. And anyway, she's she like, didn't break her leg, but her leg is broken. Her leg is is not great. And so that was like, she was like, okay, let's just have something small. Um, and then my dad randomly threw out his back, so he was not the happiest person on Thanksgiving because of that, which I felt bad about. But other than that, it was pretty fun. <laughs> okay. So Ian's mom was there, which was nice. She came in from. From Philly, um, and yeah, and then I, yeah, I don't know. And then now I'm not feeling so good, but don't worry, it's not COVID. John would not it's, be here if he if it it's was. It's COVID prevention. It's COVID prevention, guys. Get your get your boosters. Not that I'm telling you what to do, but you know, if you're gonna listen to anyone, I would think it would be a Riverdale podcast. Of course, right? We're the someone's gonna be listening to this and be like, you know what? Now that I know they're doing it, <laughs> right, right, I of course, my mind. <laughs> of course, you know, you know, this is a. But, you know, you don't feel great. You don't feel the best. But it's okay. It's fine. It, um, it's going to be fine. This is, Caitlin is her shadow self right now. Yes. her veil. Yeah, exactly. So I told John that he has to be extra bubbly for me. And and, so, and you can all get yeah. that from the way I'm speaking right now, right? right? so bubbly, such joy. So You're much doing... happiness and excitement. I, I So we've switched <clears throat> places, much like Tony and... Man, it's really hard. I, I think told... her name was Mary. <laughs> right. right. I, I cannot pronounce. La Llorona. Yeah, that's... Just that's... replace the double L with a Y in your brain. I mean, that's definitely not the most correct way no, to say it. No, but I feel like it, that's but... what they told the entire cast in this yeah. episode. <laughs> yes, they did. Some of them are better at it than others. I'm the worst at it. I told you guys last week on the podcast that I went to a screening, and they were like, hi... What are you here for? And I'm like, hi, I'm here for La La, 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 La Rona. And they were probably like this, this bitch. I'm here for La... Uh, all right, just get in. We know which the, one. The, the thing is, I said it with such confidence. Hi, I'm here for La La Rona. Like, just like... It was just... Oh, and I cringe thinking about it. La Ya Rona. Yeah. There was a time when I felt like I was going to see a new movie in the Conjuring universe, like, every week. Was like, that one technically in the Conjuring yes, universe? Yes, it was. And if you want to know why, there's an article that I wrote about it. Oh, great. Yeah. Cool. I love reading your old articles. Thank you. Thank you. Do you really? <laughs> no. No? <laughs> no? I haven't read your old articles. That's okay. I really... I don't... I don't publicize my articles enough. It's fine. Yeah, I find out about your articles when we're at dinner and someone's like, did you hear Walking's back? <laughs> I made that happen, actually. Oh, Stella, that's that's a shake. 
Don't don't make me regret having you in my lap because your your loud collar. She's getting a new collar that doesn't make noise. They sell quieter collars. They do. They do. Isn't that crazy <laughs> that it's been five years? She's still got the tag though. Do they sell quieter tags? It goes around her neck. The oh. the number or phone numbers will go on her neck. Okay. All right. But it, there's only room for two phone numbers and not her name. Uh-huh. So her name is going to be insert my phone number. I'll be like laying down, lights off, going to bed when I hear the <laughs> jangle of a collar and discover a cat, one of the three, is under my bed at that exact moment. That's so funny. You have no idea. <laughs> no. That's kind of scary. Like, All right, come on, guy. I got to get you out of here. That's kind of an intense experience, honestly. Well, I mean, it's better than a monster under my bed. But how do you know? <laughs> I look. You look. And that's the scariest part. The looking if you suspect something is bad, is so much worse than what you actually see. You can put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> it's to be a really long graphic tee. Yeah, it's an inspirational quote. I'm not sure what it inspires. I think I have a fever. <laughs> so, Kayla, did you get any questions from our audience? I actually, I was so proud of our listeners this episode because several listeners, I was I was upset because I had forgotten in my, in my chaos of the weekend to actually ask us, ask a question or you know ask four questions and we got like three <laughs> questions being like i know you didn't ask but here's my question that's funny I know. you're all are on top of us now so my favorite I, there's two that i want to read but this one i thought was great which was um hi john and caitlin Who's question from? this is from malls with an octopus emoji next to her name nice so how do you pronounce that <laughs> la la rona <laughs> That's how. Um, she says something very funny that I thought was amazing. When Tony says that the social worker called her an unfit mother or something, or that somebody had said that, why did she say, was it Kevin? Like, as far as we know, like, what? <laughs> what drama are we not talking about over there? Exactly. So she said, do you think this is something that Kevin has done multiple times, has started multiple times? Like, him and Fangs broke up way before the babies do, but, like, that's a little sketch if he tried to do that. Kevin's like, there's a 50-50 chance I'm the father. Right, exactly. And then going back to the, to the Kevin of it all, or the baby of it all, baby Anthony of it all, uh, why the hell would Tony give Betty the baby to raise? Did we miss? <laughs> did we miss the part where Fangs died? <laughs> and didn't Betty just announce to the whole town that she would sacrifice her own child to the maple Yes. <laughs> cool. That is what I was thinking too. It's insane. And that is from Quilty Like a Fox, I think. And I think that's Betty's- not a name, but I think that's an account name. Betty's pregnancy journey of like, I have a baby. There is no baby. Well, now I have this other baby. There's a baby now. It's a different baby. Now I skipped birth and now I am a mother. Amazing. Amazing. So yeah, so I thought our our listeners were really on top of it because I did not really think about that. I was like, oh yeah, he has a dad. (laughs) Yeah. Betty should not be in charge of any baby, but like why? And also like Kevin, chill. Chill the fuck out. Kevin is in uh, one scene in this episode. Yeah, but he's a shit star. And what he says in it is, what the hell, Tony? (laughs) Oh, man. Such a a good... Oh, that actually might be why she thinks it's Kevin. Because he just saw her in the the, the hallway with an axe. That makes more sense. Oh, okay. That's that's why. And not because he's been petty to them (laughs) since the breakup that he caused. Potentially more subtle than it needed to be, if you will. (laughs) So, John, tell us about this episode. Uh, you tell us about the title of this episode. So, this episode is called Ghost Stories, oh. which is based on an anime. Hey, that's two for two. Two for two, which is weird. Maybe suspicious. Mm. I don't know. So, um, basically, the Ghost Stories is the Ghost Stories anime 
is about a girl who moves with her family to a town um, that and a school that is haunted and supernatural things right occur and there we were talking because i i know a little bit about this one just in in the world of dubbing anime into english the japanese version took itself very seriously but also was kind of full of cliche and animation errors and stuff and the english dub is a fully meta fourth wall breaking takedown and subversion of itself which is kind of really neat as a thing that exists and also kind of crazy that you could do that back in that day because in anime today you could never change the Japanese text that much. Yeah, so I don't know how much Riverdale is borrowing from that anime because I have not seen it, but it does. Well, they sure like to make fun of their own uh, filming errors. (laughs) That's true. That's true. And they certainly um, seem like they're having two worlds. I think that's kind of interesting because it's like the American version is different. But it's referencing. Oh, like this is an adaptation. That's interesting, that's like a, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a thought there. Well, hmm. this episode hmm. was written by Jeline, Janine Selena Schoenberg, who uh, wrote the episode The Preppy Murders that murdered Preppy Brett. Preppy Murders. Oh, man. Uh, uh, we have some things. Wish, to... wish Brett were alive in Rivervale. That would be fun. Yeah, what if he was just like, what if that was the only difference? This is a world where Brett survived. <laughs> Brett's alive. That's it. That's the only I'll thing. I'll take it. Can you guess who directed this episode? Um, Gabriel Carrillo. That's correct. Wow. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, so he basically, he directs Riverdale now. I wonder if he's directed all five of these. And like, that's Maybe. a part of like, it's an event. Gabriel's directing <laughs> all five. Your favorite director, you Gabriel. You all love, everyone loves Gabriel. I mean, honestly, he probably is very popular amongst the cast. He has spent a lot of time with them now. Yeah, everyone's probably really comfortable and good old, yeah. good old Gabe. Yeah, and he probably doesn't have to go through... Vancouver quarantine again. Mm, that's so. the that's the real ticket. Yeah. Well, there are three plot lines in this episode, which is actually really low for Riverdale. Yeah. Oof. We uh, have a wet ghost. Wet ghost. We have cheers ghosts. <laughs> cheers. We cheers ghosts. And we have car ghost. Car ghost. We're starting with car ghost. Car ghost. It is. I have a lot of thoughts on this. A lot of confused thoughts. So Reggie's dad has the sickness. Mm, the same, the same sickness. What, it must be. It's that same unnamed sickness that Hiram had. That was cured by nothing. Well, no. The doctors told him the cure for this is to beat up homeless people in alleyways. Mm. And he was like, I don't think I can do that. Right. That's, that seems terrible. Like, well, then I guess you're going to die of this. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Uh, I, I'm happy that that uh, he had a change of heart since abusing his son for many, many years. That's always the best time to die. Yeah. Is, is right when you're starting to repair your relationship with your son. Yeah, bummer. Hmm. Well, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not going to be that sad about Reggie's dad dying. Oh, no. But all of our favorite moments with Reggie's dad, like that time we mm. met him. The time and that we met time him. we found out nobody cared that Reggie was being beaten by him. Yeah, I think uh, Reggie really got a short end of the stick in this episode, and I have... It's, it, there's a lot of people projecting their feelings onto Reggie, oh. and Reggie's whole feel of this, this episode is, I really like this car. Right, exactly, exactly. I'm really into this car. So sad. This uh, whole thing made This is actually, the ending of this made me upset. Speaking of, a guy pulls up by Reggie's uh, uh, motor uh, car store? No. Car, dealership. Car dealership. Dealership. The motor car store. <laughs> The famous motor car. No, because I, I thought it was called Mantle Motors for a second, but oh. I might be getting Riverdale confused with Big Ethel Energy. Big Ethel Energy. Do you know is... what a Do you know what a webtoon is? 
reminds me what a webtoon is. It's a it's an app with uh, like web comics on it where you mm-hmm. scroll vertically through the whole thing. Okay. And they're they're releasing a new one set uh, in an Archie comic called Big Ethel Energy. I think Jacob sent this to me. Which is about Ethel coming back to Riverdale and I've been reading it. It's very good. Uh, especially if you were watching this and you're like, I really miss the grounded normal stuff mm. from the early seasons. That's all that show, that comic is doing. What's Ethel's deal? Ethel uh, was in love with Jughead well, and he didn't care about her. That's okay, uh, Ethel. You moved out, it. grew up, is like a writer now, pretty oh. successful, and then gets us to go back to Riverdale to write a book about the town. Another author that's not Jughead. Classic, classic, yes, because Jughead in this world is an online uh, food guy. Like he'll he'll mm-hmm. like binging with that's Babish smart. style, be like cooking stuff on camera, uh, and like he's got food guides for everything, which is, I love that. I kind of wish our Jughead were more like yeah, that kind of deal. No, for sure, a hundred percent. That mm-hmm. would have been more fun. But then you wouldn't have gotten his alcoholism and his murder ghost stuff. Right, and we all love the storyline of Jughead and the hole that he fell into in right. New York City. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I loved it especially because he got rabies from a pile, <laughs> a, a of, pile rats. of rats. Yeah, that was... I want to know who pitched that. <laughs> Please... I have questions. I, I'm I am hoping it was like, guys, come on, we gotta anything different. We've in this all... episode, no, I'm not doing any of those pitches. Anything, guys. The the scripts do tonight. No one liked the blue draft, and we gotta put out the pink right now. And they're like, what about a just a, a wave of rats? <laughs> and when it just descends, swimming the in rats. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we're not gonna get those rats on screen. No, but we just need to say it. We don't need to show anything. I'm happy they did it. You know the old adage: tell, don't show. Right. Right. And when it comes to the rat pile, I'm grateful. Yeah. So it works out for me. Yes, no, I'm not asking you to put a rat king on on screen anyway, other than a man with big red goggles. Yeah, I had a lot of questions about that. That was a weird episode, guys. Guys, weird episode. This is a, a more normal episode than that. And this takes place in an so alternate grounded. universe. A guy pulls up with the same car that Reggie drove in high school. It was called Bella, and it got destroyed by, well, they think Mr. Honey, mm. but it never happened, and he's just a nice man. Yeah, it's a little weird. Anyway. Was it Veronica then, too? Yeah, she's like, I know we're not dating, haven't dated in many years now, but I actually really don't want you to like anything. <laughs> so, I don't want you to have any interests that are not me. Reggie admittedly makes a poor financial decision because he pays way more than the guy was looking for. Yeah, he's for like, I'll give this away for $200. <laughs> Reggie's like, what if I gave you yeah. everything I owe? Listen, I will take the absolute minimum Kelly Blue Book says this is worth. I'll double it. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> Why? Oh, great. <laughs> I mean, the guy's not going to say no, but like, it's a little weird. And then Reggie takes it and drives it to the high school he doesn't work at <laughs> and parks it in the shop classroom to fix it up. Yeah, he's the only he's the only one who didn't get a job. No, he there. doesn't work there. That's weird. He works at the casino. The casino and also And the jewelry store stock exchange. But he doesn't he's not doing a great job over at uh the casino or his motor house because he's giving away money. He's not doing any of his jobs. He's the opposite of Archie. Yeah. He doesn't actually like jobs. He doesn't like jobs. And but he has know. a lot of jobs. It's kinda crazy. Mm. They do this really cool uh, montage lighting effect thing where he like sits in the car and the lights all shift to make it look like he's driving, but he's not leaving the room. It was like the most inventive thing I've seen them do in a while, to be You're honest. like, wow. I was really into that. Yeah. And then he has like a vision of some woman we don't know sitting next to him. How old do you think that woman is? Um, 
20s. <laughs> Do you think that she looked like a woman from the 50s, though? Because no, no, but once they showed that picture... <laughs> I was like, okay, it's like you're giving it's out like hard a, It's copies. like she's very old, and Veronica's like, who is she? Yeah. <laughs> she's around here somewhere. <laughs> it's also funny that Veronica didn't assume that it was like the car's former owner. Did it say Reggie on the... Thing? I can't no, remember. it doesn't. It's like it's just like an XOXO. I right. Think. It's like call me if you need anything. Right. It could have been anyone's. Reggie <laughs> might not have known it was up there. I, yeah. I guess. I guess maybe she only learns the truth after. Well, we'll get there with Principal Weatherby, <laughs> who needs to keep track of people more. Yeah. But uh, Veronica snaps him out of it, and he lies to her about what he's up to. Because he, he knows, like, anytime I show interest in anything other than her, <laughs> Jesus Christ, she's yeah. like, she destroys it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super good call. Uh, Reggie doesn't even look at Veronica when he comes home that night. <sighs> and that's when she's like, something's wrong. <laughs> so they're living together? Is everybody who's, like, dating living together at this I point? I think so. Is it just I efficient? would never want to live in the Pembroke myself. Really? Never? If I, with her oh, in that well, place? Oh, well, that's a different, that's a different <laughs> question. <laughs> Pembroke seems it's, fine. It's a bad place. I mean, things have happened there that are bad. It, yes. So I guess, yeah. It, and she's always like, but I'm going to stay. Right, yeah. I'm going to renovate the whole thing, so we have to do a whole new set. But <laughs> Why not just move? Yeah, move. Move, girl. To a smaller set. Oh, you want to live with where your crazy family lived in high school? That's fine. That's normal. Reggie misses a meeting on the phone he tells veronica he's at the hospital with his dad but, but the school a... bell rings at that exact moment god damn it and yet she's not that mad when she catches up with him he's wearing his varsity jacket again doesn't work there no and and but... she's like oh you just wanted to rebuild a car that reminds you of happier times that's fine i'm not mad twitching as her eye twitches isn't it weird that veronica's not at the school during a school day so weird. Yeah, she's a teacher so, there. So deeply weird. Yeah. Sometimes the kids must come to school and be like, oh, it's one of those days when none of the teachers show up. Right, they're all doing their other jobs. What do you think the uh, Ra Ratsi kids are doing since Archie disappeared? <laughs> not much of much. Not much. <laughs> not, nothing. They're all volunteering at the dog shelter. Right, right. They're like, are we still firefighters? There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of dogs for this firehouse. <laughs> are they firefighters too? Uh, Reggie and Veronica make out outside Pops like teenagers. Ugh, normal. Then a bunch of teenagers pull up right next to them and they're like, woo! And she's like, consenting those... adults! And she's like, those are my students that I have not seen in many weeks. <laughs> those are my students. They can't know I'm still around. <laughs> and I've been know. ditching class for too long. That was actually the That issue. would have been funny if they pulled up and they were like, hey, Miss, uh, <laughs> Mrs. Lodge? What? Uh, the homework on Tuesday. Can I turn it in on Wednesday? <laughs> also, we've had a six-period free since you haven't showed up. <laughs> Veronica tells Reggie that that made her uncomfortable. And he says that the money sex made him uncomfortable. And I'm happy that he acknowledged that. <laughs> it's dirty. I got a paper cut. Disgusting. <laughs> it is dirty. <laughs> it is, yeah. Even the cleanest, freshest bills are, have been touched by so many people. Mm. Mm -mm. That's why people launder their money. Right. Yeah, right. They actually physically <laughs> wash they it. Put they put it, it in wash. It. Yeah. That's what they do. And That's it makes right. sense. It's normal. She calls his car stupid. And he asks if she's jealous of a car. <laughs> She is. She is. She is, absolutely. It's like he did one thing for like three hours and she's upset. <laughs> she's like, we didn't have sex today. 
a whole day, Reggie. This relationship is in jeopardy. And that's the only thing that we connect with. So She wants someone to be obsessed with her all the time. Yeah. But when her ex-husband is that, she's like, ew, get away from me, you creep. Yeah. Veronica, <clears throat> look, look. Don't be jealous of a car. I don't know. I have no better thoughts than that. Mm. Nothing else to say other than this is a weird thing. Weird choices she's made in this episode. Yeah. She talks to Hermosa on the phone, who actually I think might just be the phone now. She, she is the phone. <laughs> she's just yeah, a she, phone. In this universe, Hermosa is a phone. <laughs> is a phone. Which is weird, but I don't know. It's Rivervale. Things are different here. And she says, uh, you know, she says, I think you should chill out about the car. And also, please don't hang up on me. I don't like the void I go to when you hang up. <laughs> Veronica says, bye. <laughs> She's like uh, Scarlett Johansson in her. <laughs> yes. And Reggie was the Joaquin Phoenix character. Oh. Because he also had an affair with uh, Hermosa. And then Veronica would be Amy Adams. I don't remember what happens I, in that movie. Yeah, that one kind of got away from you, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> She might be Olivia Wilde in that earlier scene. Oh, yeah. She's in that movie, too. I like Olivia Wilde. Veronica admits that Bella is a nice car. She sits in it, <laughs> finds a picture of this older woman, and immediately is like, nope, fuck everything about this. <laughs> oh. She assumes Reggie is cheating, then walks into Weatherby, who clears things up by saying, oh, no, no, that's just one of our older teachers who, who slept with students. No, no, no. A different one who did not, that. Not that one. That one taught music. This one taught driving. First name, Isabella. Oh. The car's named after her. So nobody knew this in high school. Reggie wasn't talking about this in high school. Nobody... Well, no one talked to Reggie in high school. <laughs> I guess. He's like, yeah, I'm actually the only person I could connect with. This is driver's ed teacher. Nobody else took driver's ed here, I guess. Nobody... Everyone else just like had sex with her. But me and she, we just, we just talked. Yeah. It's kind of weird that they have two predator teachers who are both like young women. There's got to be more than two. Yeah, if there's, if there's at least two. But it is weird it's, that it's all women. It, right, exactly. It's not There are super... no male predator teachers. Is there, was there? It feels like there could have been one. One at a different school sold drugs and went by the name Sugar Man. Mm, that's right. That's right. But, but he doesn't work here. He doesn't work here. He works somewhere else. No. Reggie finds his car beaten up again. Mm. Veronica did it because it's named after the teacher. And she won't let him romanticize that. It's weird because in one way it's like... You're like, I'm helping you. Yeah. No, you fucking... No, like, come on. You're like, that was the car that was making me happy for days. Right, exactly. It's like, okay, I understand. Look, I understand she's right. Reggie should not be romanticizing a predatory relationship completely. Veronica, you and I are in agreement. You know what's, like, fucked up, though? Like... The fact that you, instead of talking to Reggie first, destroyed his And what a moment, too. Because he's like, he's like looking at the car and she's like, see, now I solved anything, everything. <laughs> and he's like, my dad just died. <laughs> this is the hard part. I actually felt sad. And I was like, Veronica, why wouldn't you at least be like, Reggie, don't romanticize this. Sell the car. <laughs> Sell it. He put so much money into Let's it. Let's have a conversation here. She's like, I fucking destroyed your car. How do you like that? That car represents the only person who who actually listened to me when I said my father was abusing me in high school. My father who also just died <laughs> while we were just repairing that relationship. So I'm having a really rough day right now. 
And Veronica does not apologize. No. This is the best no, part. What of it. she does is she buys him another car. She first she gaslights him into being like, but I did the right thing. Right, right. Like, she no, she never apologizes. She brings him back to the house. She's like, Oh, it'll be okay. Here, have another car. It's different. It's not the same Bella. I it's not because that was a Camaro, right? And well, this yeah, I don't know. A different um, car. But they put the picture again in the new car and the ghost came with it. So do you think that Reggie was sleeping with a ghost in the Bella car? Yes, I think he I think he's sleeping with a ghost in the Bella car. We really do? Why not? Yeah, because that's the only thing I can <laughs> He understand. wants to have sex with the car who is this ghost. Okay. Cause I thought that they were gonna do like a Stephen King um oh my god, what's that car called? The car Nosferatu? No, it's like the car that Stephen King in a Stephen King book where it's like the car is haunted. Yeah, it's a woman's name. Oh, um, it's not Bella. That right. would be convenient. You want to look it up? Yeah, I thought they were gonna do haunted car. There's also that movie about the haunted tire. That's not the film either. Stephen King car book. Oh no, not cat book. He has other books. Christine. Mm. The car's name is Christine. No, they weren't going with anything so malicious with this ghost. Right. This was the closest to a metaphorical ghost of any of them. Unless it was a real ghost. Well, she might be alive. They're just like, yeah, this woman disappeared at some point, like everyone does in Riverdale. Oh, yeah, we don't know that she's dead. (laughs) I guess she could be alive. Meanwhile, in Florida, she's just like, what? What's that chill? (laughs) (laughs) Seems like somebody uh, willed me into their car, took my <laughs> spirit, and put it there while I was sleeping. So weird. That's an interesting kind of movie. Yeah. Hmm. Could be cool. That's the end of the car ghost storyline. Wow. The Veronica and Reggie story is continuing to be very exciting. <laughs> this was good to me. I enjoyed it this. It was better than most, but it's still like, are we going towards something with Veronica's behavior in these You just want Veronica to be the villain. Well, I still, I just want them to recognize that it's bad. And I feel like she does these things and she's like still doing the girl boss bit. See, here's the thing. You want Veronica to be the villain? I think she is the villain. Yes. I think think she is. But I think they're not, I don't think they know she's the villain. Yeah. Guys, let us inform you. Veronica is the villain here, please. Just let her be the villain. Maybe she'll die next. Maybe. Yeah, we, we're going through people. Yeah. Uh, where would you like to go next? Wet ghost or Cheers ghosts? I think Cheers ghosts. Okay. I think that's the one I want. Yeah. Yeah. Tabitha goes out to work and asks Jughead to hang the art. He does not do that. <laughs> he doesn't even move. Oh, I hated Jughead in this episode. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, I promise. <laughs> and Tabitha takes a big swing and knocks a hole in the wall. There's a secret room full of bottled ships. Crazy. Crazy. That can't be ominous at all. <laughs> Jughead immediately wants to turn into his office. He's like, oh, this is the creepiest room I've ever seen. Let me put my desk inside. What would you do if you found a secret room in your house? I'd talk to the real estate agent and yeah. be like, hey, you want to explain this so to this me? So this is what Tabitha does. is what Tabitha does. does. She yeah. should have done it last week, too. This real estate agent, though, fun fact, she sucks. Yeah, yeah, she sucks. <laughs> She's the worst. She tells Tabitha that... She had told Jughead about the murder-suicide that had happened in the sure, house. Sure, of course. Between a young couple named Sam and Diane. Oh, that's like the song, Little Diddy. That, that's Jack and Diane. Sam and Diane is from Cheers. Cheers. That's why you were calling and the it Cheers And it all goes. comes together. That's See, right. The, the whole time I was thinking it was a song, and I was so excited to talk about that because I really do love that song. 
Then I realized it's Sam. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Lost a whole bit there. Right. <laughs> so sad. So Jughead shows Tabitha's new office, and she asks why he didn't tell her about Sam and Diane. And he's like, what, from Cheers? <laughs> Says, no. <laughs> the murder-suicide. From that song? No, that's Jack and Diane. Jughead wants to write about them. Apparently, Diane snapped and beat Sam over the head 50 years ago. And I, if Sam behaves the way Jughead does, I understand. I get it. I get why Diane went there. Yeah. Because Tabitha wakes up to Jughead typing loudly on his typewriter in the middle of the night. And she's like, babe, can you stop or switch to your laptop that we both know you have? <laughs> it's not this loud. I don't know why anybody would find it appealing to work on a typewriter. Like, it seems so It's annoying. so much worse. Yeah, it's Every like, time you make a mistake, it's like, all right, well, this whole page is garbage now. Like, have you ever worked on a keyboard that doesn't really work <clears throat> that well? Like, that's just, like, uncomfortable. Like, my old work computer, or my work computer before I got a new keyboard, it was like that. It was like it would fuck up There must sometimes. be something satisfying about the tech, 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 tech. I guess. It just seems so annoying. Can't possibly be worth it. Yeah. No. By the way, is that your fan on your computer? Is it yes. okay? No, it's 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 working hard. Ugh, working hard. Yeah. It knows that we have a lot of uh, a lot of Yeah, pride. it's just it feels like it's like having trouble all the time these days. Fun. Mm. Ugh. <laughs> Lame. So she grabs a hammer and bashes his head in, but it was only a dream. It's only a dream, Caitlin. He's still alive. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> well we'll see for how long. We'll see. Tabitha yells at Jughead for leaving the toothpaste uncapped. He calls her out for waking him up in the middle of the night. They are fighting. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, it couldn't no. possibly work out now. Oh, Jughead. No. Please, Jughead, do you think, is he ever going to leave town? No. No? Okay. No, he's going to die here. Okay. Maybe next maybe week. Maybe a couple times. Yeah, maybe a couple times. He already kind of did die a bunch. Tabitha asks Pop if he believes in ghosts, and he's like, I am a ghost. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> no, no ghosts here. <laughs> Who said I was a ghost? <laughs> he does... He does, you, did you hear the story he tells them? Oh, says, yes. Oh, yeah, well, there was a waitress who died in a deep fryer accident. I want to know how that could possibly be an accident. <laughs> I want to know when, why did Pop Tate kill her? Absolutely. Like, how does, how do you have those accidents? Deadly deep fryer accidents. Just feels a little sus. <laughs> and then after that, the jukebox would play on its own and possum pans would fall on their own. Okay, it was a... Was it like bad electrical yeah. or, or yeah, hooks I don't know. or something? Like, didn't he also tell us that there were like uh, aliens? Maybe he's not the most trustworthy. Right. He falls up with like, well, then there were those riots in the 80s. And then it was And fine. we never had an incident again because we got so much insurance money, we were able to repair the electricity <laughs> and the hooks for the pots and pans. So his theory is that there were it was noisy and the ghost was like, I don't like the it. The ghost is like, this town sucks. All right, you're throwing riots here. I got to get out. Why is the diner... The the ghost went and moved to Chicago. Oh, yeah. And then and that, they never came back. Never came back. Just like Tabitha's parents. Mm -hmm. Tabitha com comes home to find that Jack had successfully got a ship in a bottle. He's just been spending all day being I, like, I guess this is my new hobby. Does Jack have a book deal right now? No, no. He has nothing now. So he, he doesn't go He's to He's from school? Square One. He... I don't know if he teaches. Does Doesn't he... seem like it. Doesn't seem like anyone teaches in Rivervale. Maybe they don't need to anymore because the town got reincorporated and they have money again? 
They did not say that, but what if... Well, maybe once they murdered Archie and sacrificed him to a pagan god, they were like, suddenly uh, a bunch of teachers started coming to town yeah. and be like, hey, I would love to teach at this school wow. for almost nothing. What a charming little town. <laughs> I think I'm going to work here for free. Yeah. Oh, you say you're making a lot of maple syrup. That is mm. what I need to know before I move anywhere. As long as there's maple syrup in this town, <laughs> I can live here. Right. Tabitha wonders where he's getting all these scotch bottles from, and he promises it's from the trash. He is not drinking. So he's buying, but at one point he buys scotch bottles to empty them out. He buys out. full scotch bottles. It's <laughs> not a cheap liquor. No. To empty them to put more boats inside, which is, and this is true, not writing. Question. You are somebody who, I saw you make your Lego house today. Yes. You can do that kind of stuff. Yes. Have you ever made a ship in a bottle? No. It seems so hard. Much harder. Yeah. I don't, I, Legos are pretty easy uh my hands can get a little bit shaky with uh yeah. more precise stuff for a little bit i made some uh not model ships but model gundams what's a gundam it's a big robot anime thing oh okay and they'll sell you like oh you can piece these together and like have them on display and it's kind of cool i have no idea how you get the ship in the bottle i know there are ways it's yeah it's something about i know you like pull up the sails yeah. while it's already in the bottle but even still that doesn't seem you're still like, when you have to put it together inside the bottle. <laughs> right. It might be easier than I think it is, but it seems crazy. It seems and, impossible. Right. It's it's crazy that it's just a hobby. Yeah. It's, it's like, I love doing this thing that one guy thought of one time and is now like an old, a, a, a dad interest. It's the whole, it's a whole thing. On a milk carton, it says that Archie is missing. <gasps> I don't think he's missing. So that's the narrative. <laughs> This is one of two times he's mentioned in this episode. I just want to yeah. state for the record, I was right. Riverdale without Archie feels like it's missing something. It was missing a whole plot. Yeah. So there was that. Tabitha finds a hammer in the fridge. There's that typing again. But it's not a dream. Jughead's actually writing. He's working. He's writing a novella. It's almost finished. And she can't read it until he revises it. Mm, I get that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Let him be. Betty tells Tabitha that she used to read Jughead's vomit drafts all the time. And, and that Tabitha, would make me want to die. <laughs> that part would actually make me want to die. Maybe he just grew and changed a little bit. Yeah, but it would make me as Tabitha want to die, though I understand well, It why. doesn't help that Betty's like, phrases it as, he wanted me to just read his, his un, <laughs> unedited soul. Yeah. Betty, chill. Like, I know that you just murdered your boyfriend, but like some people want to keep their relationship. Sorry, I'm just single again. <laughs> yeah. And now that Jughead's around and Archie isn't. And I'm huh. pregnant or going to have a baby soon. Yeah. Very cute. A lot of questions. Jughead brings more bottles home to find Tabitha reading his vomit draft. This sounds a lot like he's just complaining about her for pages on end. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, it's about Sam and Diane. And she's like, from Cheers? <laughs> he explains that he's buying all of the scotch to pour out the alcohol so you can put ships inside. And she's like, now you're just wasting my money. You don't make any money. I can't. I... Man, Dracula would not survive in my household. <laughs> she starts breaking bottles, then his typewriter, which, I mean, there's your money. You should have sold the typewriter. It's so annoying to type on that. <laughs> Especially when he follows up, this is a gift from Betty. Yeah, oof. Buddy, shut up. And that would make want to die. That's it. There we go. 
Tabitha, you don't have to be in this relationship. <laughs> no one's making you do you this. Know? You know, don't read his books, but like, you didn't want to do that anyway. Like, trust me, you know? She takes the hammer, stops herself from killing him. They're like, oh no, we can, we can work through our problems. <laughs> we don't have to murder each other because your writing annoys me, <laughs> as does your lack of work ethic. And it's just all you, Jughead. I haven't done anything wrong. I don't have to kill you, I guess. I guess I can fix you. Uh, Oh, no. No. Tabitha, baby, no. (laughs) You're so good at everything you do. Why are you doing this? And they say, I love you for the first time. Sweet. You already live together. I thought that was so weird. (laughs) Have you ever had that situation with somebody who, like, actually, like, moved in together and, like, had no conversation about that? Like, are they just friends before that? Like, I don't understand. (laughs) Why would they do this? This is dumb. They weren't ready to live together. Right. Obviously. Obviously. I think they're better as friends, truthfully. Yeah. She was a really good supportive friend. Well, the, the problem is also the way Riverdale writes couples, it completely forgets any of the things they used to do as friends. Yeah. And like only does like relationship plots after that. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the door slams shut and they wonder, ghosts? Oh. Then they board up the haunted ship bottle room. <laughs> Wondering, was that fight because of us or the ghosts? Eh, who's to say? And Jughead's like, hey, we survived the first real fight. And the next one, well, that's what relationships are with me. <laughs> it's all of this. <laughs> it's just fights and getting over it and more fights. And I will learn nothing. But I will write several more books. About you. About you. All right, back to work. <laughs> and that's the end of Cheers, Ghosts. Okay, so I guess we're on wet ghost West, now. Wet ghost. That sounds gross. As it was, honestly. <laughs> Jughead, uh, narrator Jughead, wears his work uniform through a ghoulie serpents fight. Those guys, those ghoulies and serpents, they just love fighting I, all the time. I have a lot of thoughts about... I didn't think that they... I thought the ghoulies were gone? Yeah, I don't know what the ghoulies are anymore. Well, we, I never we, did. They're like, you know those ghoulies and, and serpents with their eternal rivalry, and we're like, we actually haven't seen the ghoulies do anything since season two. Well, we saw the They ghoulies. got replaced by gargoyles in season three. But the And then they've been around since? Well, the ghoulies took over Archie's house. Were those ghoulies? That's right, that's right. So, like, the ghoulies are, like, a thing that kind of comes in and out of existence as much as they want. Right. They're but the they've never been, like, a... Bad serpents. Like, the serpents were the bad ones when they started. Right. It's so weird. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're just so undefined. They're like, yeah, ghoulies are just rivals of the serpents who are whatever I need them to be at any moment. Well, the ghoulies, it, it seems like at one point the serpents were adult men. <laughs> yeah, right. And now then, they're all teens. And now they're, yeah, now they're like... Well, now they're kind of young adults again. Right. They were, they were adult men like uh, Tall, tall boy. boy. Who was scary, who was legitimately like there a heroin scary dealer. adults and some teenagers, and it made sense as like a realistic gang. Yes. Well, in the first season, it was definitely like, ooh, they're actually legit like scary. Like, they're yeah, hurt we us. should be worried that Jughead's dad is the leader of this gang. And then it's like, we get Season out two, toys. it's like, yeah, our Christmas donations. <laughs> right, exactly. So now they're, they're, they're the good guys in this battle between the ghoulies and the serpents. So. Right. There's a Romeo and Juliet happening, but we're really not going to be talking about that. Uh, because of the Thanksgiving episode, of course, Darla Dickinson has to be there. Wait, the woman from Thanksgiving seven years ago? <laughs> Eight years ago. Eight years ago, wow. Tony murders another of her sons. 
<laughs> no, my 18th son. Uh, everybody online was talking about how Darla is like the same age as like her son. Her oldest son, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's a little weird. They jump three months later. So I wonder how much time this thing's going to be taking over entirely. Yeah. Like, I think a year probably at Maybe. least. Tony tells her therapist she never meant to kill Danny. And the therapist is like, I mean, have you reached out to the mother? And Tony's like, no, but like, why would I need to? That's not going to come back later in this episode. Right. Yeah. No, say I'm sorry for, for killing her son by accident. She knows. I think, I, she gets it. She gets it. My silence says everything. Also, just to be honest, I don't like her that much. You don't I'm not that sorry. That, that, uh, so they were fighting, but why? That was the question that I had. Like, uh, there was a Romeo and Juliet happening. Right, but they're, but like, so. Well, that's over now. That okay. was three months ago. Those kids died. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that fight went on for a long time. Much blood was shed. <clears throat> Mercutio fell as well. It was a whole thing. A veiled woman rises from Sweetwater River, where mm. the sign says River Veil, perfect for a rainy stay. Okay. I didn't notice yes. that. Cheryl says to Nana that the trees are bursting with sap. Oh, great. Glad they killed Archie. Thank God we killed Archie. (laughs) That solved all of our problems. Now, we'll never talk of him again. And he's probably... I think we were right that A, KJ wanted paternity leave. And they're like, all right, get out of here. Yeah. And I'm starting to wonder, because of the lack of real continuity, even in the main plots from episode to episode, if we were just running through a couple of uh, Roberto's leftover Sabrina ideas. Oh, oh that'd be funny. <laughs> like, this you is canceled my, my Sabrina? <laughs> Fine, I'll do it in Riverdale. This is like five episodes of like his ideas on the whiteboard. Kind yeah, of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. La Llorona? Right. What do we think about that? Janine, you write a La Llorona <laughs> episode. Dagwood comes to tell her someone is trying to hurt Juniper. But no, he says specifically, Mommy is trying to take back Juniper. These kids are dark. These kids are the darkest people ever. <laughs> but I wish it was Polly. Wouldn't that be amazing? That been, you know what? I kept thinking, oh, vengeful spirit from beyond the grave. Could have been Archie. Could have been Archie. I thought Could've that too. Could have been Archie but doing all of this. I have a feeling we will get that actually, but like later. Maybe. Just a suspicion. I think uh, Serena might bring him back from the dead. Well, that was, yeah, that was kind of my intangent idea. Mm. She, uh, Juniper, is struggling in the bathroom under the veiled lady. Cheryl opens the door in time with her keys, which really, no magic? You couldn't magic open that lock, Cheryl? I thought you were special now. She's not special. Saves her from drowning in time. She's very good with this kid. I don't know, John. I think she might be good with kids. <laughs> Where are all of her all of her other students this episode? Who, who cares? Who cares? Betty is naming her son Archie if it's a boy. <laughs> and then she goes, maybe Polly if it's a girl. <laughs> Oh, I, the fact that nobody... Naming him Chick. <laughs> well, obviously Chick if it's a boy. And Charles if it's a girl. And Charles if it's a girl. Ooh, what is she? Has to, oh, no, the baby's gone. The baby is... Um, yeah, she's having nothing. Yeah. Miscarriage? What I mean, happened there? Betty, uh, Lily was reading the script be like, oh, I'm going to be pregnant for some episodes? Read the next one. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not. not. I'm not going to do that at all. Honestly, seems easier. Cheryl is saddling Betty with the kids after the water ghost incident. Yeah. It's like, there's just too many wet ghosts around. You gotta <laughs> hang on to these two. They'll never come for them in your house. So they, like, split custody of these kids, I guess? I don't think there's official paperwork. Yeah, no, definitely not. <clears throat> Betty tells Tony about a serpent girl who drowned in her bathtub, and they are blaming her mother. She's like, yeah, the FBI really cares about this one murder, and they're really telling me what to do. They're really breathing down my neck on this <laughs> one. Can you talk to her? She tells Tony it was 
La Llorona. Perfect. I nah, guess. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Perfect is a lot. A spirit of vengeance who murders children. Mm. Tony starts to believe in La Llorona because she looks through a bunch of books. She's like, seems legit. And she tells Betty that the ghost is always a mother. She can go after unborn children. Like yours, Betty. <laughs> And Betty is like, that's stupid. That wouldn't happen. And then that night. I, it's just so funny that Betty is like so like eyebrows raised and like looking at Tony like she's stupid the she's whole time. She's very scully. She'll come at anything with like a like a skeptic. But then yeah. by the end of the episode, is 100% Mulder for whatever it is. It's just weird because it's like last episode you killed someone in service of a maple syrup <laughs> goddess. <laughs> Listen, pagan ritualistic sacrifices I'm right. all in on. Right. But... Spirits of Vengeance? That's silly. So, so stupid. <laughs> that night, La Llorona touches, baby, touches Betty's uterus, leaving uh, a handprint on her when she wakes uh, up. Oh, no. <laughs> Never say the word A lot uterus. of pregnancy are in these episodes. I don't like it. Freaks me out. Tony, in the middle of class, sees a drop of water. Yes. It's either pipes or ghosts. And walks into the hallway, and there she is. She's just standing there, even with kids coming down the steps. Is just a veiled La Llorona. Veiled hottie La Llorona. No, it's always funny when they're when it's like, oh, the ghost? It's right there. Yeah. Just standing right there. <laughs> you don't see it? Okay. <laughs> and Tony hits the fire alarm and grabs an axe to do... What? What's the plan? Nobody says anything about her grabbing the axe. What is the move? Nobody has thoughts. Kids all go out thinking it's a fire drill, and Kevin comes out and asks, what the hell? <laughs> then collects his paycheck and goes home, and we'll see him next week. <laughs> but he does get brought up later. <laughs> right, right. We did answer your question yeah. about what's going on with Kevin. So Creepy Doc tells Betty that she is no longer pregnant. And she's like, how could that possibly be? <laughs> Excuse you, me. You told me I was pregnant. I killed Archie for this shit. <laughs> so now I can't even have Archie's baby? Am I going to have to go back to Jughead Jones? <laughs> <laughs> you know how much I need to be having a baby right now. As I've long said, I want to be a mother. He suggests it was a hysterical pregnancy. Yeah. And she responds, it's got to be ghosts. Or, or, hear me out, ghosts? <laughs> Definitely ghosts. The social worker tells Tony, <laughs> do you remember Moody's point? Yes, of course. It's so funny. <laughs> I just talked about it on my other podcast. Um, yeah, of course I remember. <laughs> I'm a social worker. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, she tells Tony that she got a complaint about her and Anthony. <laughs> was, it, was it Kevin? Was it Kevin? I know who you, who you saw me holding an axe minutes ago. <laughs> But also, he's just weird about us. At baby. this point in the episode, I'm going, where's Fangs? Mm, you find out. Yeah. Uh, La Llorona comes for Anthony, and they find him on the floor covered in water, and then the social worker ticks the box. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not good. Uh-huh. Uh, then they find Fangs, and uh, he's going to take baby Anthony to the White Worm while Tony and Betty are going to Cheryl's to get this ghost. Sure. The sure. ghost can't possibly find you there. Let's Let's... Bust some ghosts. By the way, Afterlife, Ghostbusters Afterlife, great film. Yeah? Loved it. You're the second Loved person to tell it. me that. I think it's great. It Cheryl, 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 the new name. Cheryl yeah. summons La Llorona, who speaks through Nana. Uh, she says her name is Martha Milan, or Malin. She was a nurse at the first hospital when they lost babies all the time. <laughs> they lost Townsville were like, well, it can't be these doctors. It's got to be this lady, this nurse. So one nurse is doing it. They blamed her, called her a witch, and then drowned her and her own children. So she's 
sympathetic until the part where she now murders children too. Right. A little weird. Like, I'm not on your side. Right. Right. Spirit of Vengeance killed the adults. Right. Yeah. And this is also not the Mexican folklore. No, it's not. No, I don't think so. Well, I mean, obviously. Because they, they brought in their, their Mexican characters yeah, to say, yeah, it's a little say the name the first time. Nana starts drowning until Betty breaks the circle. And then Nana says, Darla Dickinson did it. The uh, ghost doesn't say that. How would Nana know? Interesting. What if Nana is behind all of this bullshit? What if Nana is Sabrina? What if? <laughs> What if? I don't know how I it would work. I would never be able to recover from that. Yeah, this whole time, it's just like, she's Sabrina. <laughs> Sabrina grows into, I'm Nana Blossom. That's a pretty good Nana Blossom. <laughs> it is. Darla's been expecting Tony and Betty at the graveyard. She's literally been here for days. She's like, come on. Come on. Oh, now it's fucking raining. <laughs> Do you know how many sons she's buried? This whole graveyard. <laughs> It's full of her sons. But like, actually, though. They're 40 years old, 38, 37. I'm 46. They are all 42. It's weird. We're not sure how it worked out. It's fine. No, she, she's run out of sons. She's got no sons left. Does she have any kids, though? They can't call off La Llorona, not until Anthony is dead. Oof. Oof. And... And Tony's like, well, he's protected by all those serpents. And Darla's like, they're nothing compared to a mother. Sure. Okay. So I wanted, I wish we saw the scene of like. That would have been really cool, Lager right? Rona fighting off all the serpents. And yeah. Amazing. That would have been really cool. We do get a scene of a bunch of very wet men on the <laughs> ground, unconscious. I thought that was funny. And Fangs is like, she took Anthony. I'm not good to be a father. Betty, you keep him from now on. <laughs> though right yeah he's i think he's alive i think i feel like we would have said they could tell me next episode he's dead but that didn't feel like he was dying no i don't think so so la llorona has anthony by the river they're doing like sky replacement and day to night and it gives it a really dreamy quality it's pretty cool it it looks very expansive and huge this location they found it's a green screen (gasps) i'm pretty sure (laughs) i'm pretty sure it's green screen yikes uh tony appeals to the ghost's humanity Thank God there is some in there. Yeah. Uh, she's like, listen, you're a victim too. Stop, please. <laughs> I'll be the new spirit of vengeance, I guess. Yeah. And my first decree will be no more vengeance. I would rather not do this. Yeah. I, I'm out. Uh, she takes over his lawyer on and gives her son to Betty. And Tony starts wearing the same veil with the white eyes, but still with her hoop earrings. Yeah, of course. Uh, I have to bring some style. Yeah. And uh, Chughead concludes that this... This, this sure is how things are in Rivervale. <laughs> and that's, that's the episode. That's the episode. <laughs> sure, sure is an episode of Rivervale. Yeah. I, I liked it. I thought it was fine. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought this is a five episode event and this is more turning into five vaguely experimental episodes. Yes, for sure. But I thought it was fun. You know? I thought it was a little bit weird, though, how it seems like they did do the Archie ritualistic sacrifice, but that they are not going to mention that. It feels like everyone, everyone should be getting much more angry with Cheryl anytime anything goes wrong because yes. they all murdered an Archie to make sure that wouldn't happen anymore. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, this new problem. Well, I guess that one's on me now. Right, exactly. <laughs> These human problems. Like, Betty specifically should be like, oh, my baby has been unborn 
Cheryl, what the hell? <laughs> we murdered Archie for this. Nah. Yeah. I'm, I blame you. No. Yeah. Everyone's just like, okay, well, we got to go visit our friend Cheryl to deal with this ghost. Right. Hey, remember the time we all murdered Archie together? <laughs> yeah. So Betty's problem literally completely unravels. Tony's problem was that the baby was crying, and now that's not a problem for her anymore. So, <laughs> uh, Betty's going to have this lovely baby that never cries. <laughs> right, exactly. So not a problem. Did Kevin have a problem? I mean, you know, Jughead yeah. and Tabitha were like, thank God, no more bugs in the apartment. Only the <laughs> secret room. Just murder ghosts. Which could have been where the bugs came from in the first place. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. I have a, a family friend actually had a very horrific story about that that I'll tell you off mic. Oh. Yeah, the secret rooms, bugs being in it. Horrible. Wow. Swear to God, it's a real thing. Anyway. Yeah, uh, no ghosts, and the Reggie, The Reggie, uh, uh, Veronica relationship it got worse it's much worse yeah uh we can only assume because we haven't seen frank and alice this whole time that they're doing great <laughs> yeah they were thriving <laughs> penis grew back <laughs> it's all good it's all good it's all good so who aged like fine wine <sighs> baby anthony three months older that's yeah. a cute little baby <laughs> yeah kind of feels like yeah i guess he's a toddler now no, no how old are toddlers he's still an infant uh you are an infant until you are one year old and then you are a toddler that's an easy thing to remember. Mm-hmm. You would think that I would know that. <laughs> okay. He was great. Uh, citizen of the week. <sighs> Tony yeah. for becoming a spirit of vengeance? Yeah. I mean, Tony started out, you know, murdering a kid by accident and then ended by becoming a spirit of vengeance that hopefully will not be vengeful. Uh, yeah. Uh, Reggie deserves better also. Yeah. Uh, that's not really, maybe there's an award for who deserves better. Who deserves better? Reggie. Reggie deserves better. Reggie and Bella. Yes. They can't resell that car. Cars do already you, lose so much value. Do you think it might be even the destroyed Bella? Is it hmm. the same destroyed Bella? Interesting. Like, did they just oh. keep that wrecked car this whole time and maybe. then wheeled it out to be like, look, we did it again. That's kind of, that's possible. I mean, it seems weird, though, that they would keep it, but... Right, but then the other move is the show has to buy the picture car and then right, wreck it, it themselves. Yeah. Which we've all been there. Yeah. Right? I buy several cars to just wreck them when I'm mad. Oh, uh, yeah. Who doesn't? I, People I mean, the market right now is not great. Right, that's true. A lot of a car shortage. Wow. <laughs> they, they, they wrecked this car during a car shortage. They're going to get canceled over I that. wish Reggie said something about that. It's like... Veronica, there's a car shortage. Veronica's like, I know a guy. He's going to take, he's going to personally fly that car back home. Uh, rumor mill. What are yeah. we thinking? I'm thinking uh, if it is relevant that Nana is the one who yells Darla Dickinson, I thought it would have been also a thing where like, Darla might not have been responsible, but she clearly is responsible yeah, that's for true. La Yorota, but maybe she worked with Nana to do it. Yeah, Nana sucks. What is Nana's mission other than being the worst person in Riverdale? Does she need a mission? She's just an agent of chaos. She doesn't doesn't need a mission. (gasps) Oh! There we go, because she's Sabrina. She's secretly Sabrina. Sabrina Sabrina became evil. Where are we going with Betty's motherhood arc? Mm, It doesn't seem like she is a mom now. Like, are we going to keep jumping forward in time, significant amounts of time? It could be that... River Vale, we end up seeing through a universe that we'll go back to. Yeah, it's to. like a potential of a future that could happen. Yeah. Is River know. Vale meant to be some kind of warning? Hmm. So I have a couple of theories about what River Vale could be because Roberto did say it is not Archie's dream from the bomb. 
<laughs> okay, which, guy. Which, yeah, yeah. Right, because that's what everyone's going to be thinking because of well, the way you made it happen. So it seems like it probably is his dream from the bomb, but let's say that it's not. Um, I would say it's possible that this is canon in the sense that Rivervale is a real alternate universe as opposed to imaginary. And that I think, and I may have said this before, but I think it's possible that Cheryl's curse, quote unquote, made them all like subconsciously temporarily go to Rivervale. And so they'll all remember it. I feel like Sabrina's going to have to explain all this to us yeah. in an episode. Well, I think she comes in episode four. Oh, I figured they were just holding for her for the last one. I don't know why I said I really, four. I think it's four, though. I'm really nervous that they're going to make her like best friends with Cheryl. Because that's oh. what it looks like in the in the trailer. And it's like, no, she should be mad at Cheryl. Yeah, she'd she be should. like, who the hell are you? Right. right. Stop it. <laughs> right. No, no, no. This is my house now. <laughs> who are these kids? You Go are, to school. Ooh, Satan's gonna hate you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is weird because like in chaos, you know, those like Satan is very real. Like Yeah. Yeah. He's around. It's he does all, stuff. Yeah, it's a bad, bad time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't uh, some of these stuff feels very aimless. Tabitha and Jughead is like every week another challenge for their relationship. We hope you're really invested in this one. Uh, but so does Reggie and Veronica. It feels kind of like we're going to get Betty and Jughead again, but we need to spin some wheels for a while. Everyone's in like a holding pattern for this five episode arc, which is again, crazy because you can take them anywhere. Right. It is. Yes, it is kind of weird, but I do hope (laughs) they jump forward. Why keep Reggie and Veronica in Riverdale for this arc where you could have put them in sets that imply they're in New York doing their thing Like doing it. Yeah. Like an alternate path that they went down for sure. Yeah. What do you think about the fact that now... Archie is dead and Tony is essentially dead. I'm wondering if that's part of it is that they're trying to do these like big sad deaths for people that we would never see. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you want to die next? (sighs) Veronica. Yeah. Well, that's just a vegetable thing. I think Cheryl. Yeah, but Cheryl's not gonna. We know Cheryl is most likely not gonna die. She'll make it pretty far. I Uh, think Frank. Frank could go. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, but like, who cares? Sorry, Frank. (laughs) Um, I feel like it has to be Betty, honestly. I want to see them have, like, Kevin try to kill Reggie or something. Yeah, something like, I want Kevin to finally be the villain that I've always suspected him to be. Come on, give her this. I just want it. We've been covering the show so long, guys. I just feel like Kevin, it's like, he seems so nice, you know? Right, he's too good. He's too good. He's, you know, he sings musical theater. I would be friends with him. Mm -hmm. That's... That's a nice boy. Mm. Make him evil. <laughs> if I was in a show, I would want to be made evil. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you want to be the villain? Sure, even if it was like a short-term thing. Yeah. I love a good character gets possessed and turned evil for a season kind of thing. You know, yeah. your Angelus is... So fun. I really like um, the idea of... Mm, I don't know how to explain It's not the possession thing that I like, but I like the idea of they make Kevin evil... And then they have to redeem him again. Sure, yeah. You know, I think that. Could hey, be I fun. always want like a kid in like a street jacket, Hannibal Lecter mask. I know, kind I of like thing. that too. I like that too. And if like Kevin could be like, "Well, Betty, the reason I'm evil is because you abandoned me to a cult." I know he kind of did that before, but like you know, something like that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, can I ask you a question? Do you think yeah. the reason Hermosa is a phone now right. is because <laughs> of COVID stuff? Um, do you think they fly her in and do, she's just not flying in for episodes? They're do you just think, having her do voice stuff? Do I think that COVID turned her into a phone? Um, 
just by necessity like maybe it's she just can't yes on set. oh yeah 100 i think that they try to limit guest stars unless they're the lady from seven years ago all <clears throat> of those serpents and uh, juniper and dagwood yeah they're they're not mannequins. they're putting kids in i don't know it could also be people in vancouver versus people not in vancouver Oh, yeah, those little kids are Canadian you know, as heck. I would be surprised if Hermosa was from Canada because I think she was in an American show. Mm-hmm. So not saying that she couldn't be Canadian, but I don't think they hired her because she was Canadian. Yeah. So I'd be surprised. I saw something that had uh, Hermione, uh, or I saw her post that she's like back. Yeah. I don't know if that's Rivervale or Riverdale. She, it could be season six, like beyond this. Oh, you're right. They're just shooting. It would make sense. The rest of the season. Yeah. I wonder how many episodes the next season will be. Like the rest of it. Yeah. Do they do, they do a shorter number? Not that I didn't see, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did 18 or something this season. Mm. We'll have to see, though. What yeah. else? What else do we got? Um, I don't know. What are you watching right now? Oh, I just started Yellow Jackets on Showtime. Yeah. It's really good. What's it about? It's about, um, so it takes place like across two timelines, but in the, the main thing is that it's this girl soccer team who, when they go to nationals, they get into a plane crash, crash in like the middle of nowhere, wilderness, snowy thing. Mm-hmm. And then in the future timeline, only like four or five of them have survived as far as we know. And they did some fucked up shit on in the wilderness because they were there for like 19 months oh my god and it's like oh fuck now it's the 25th anniversary like you know secrets are gonna surface pretty it's pretty good it's also kind of disturbing there's like a couple of scenes where i was like ooh, should i not watch this right before bed i don't where know can, where can people watch it this is on showtime um i Yikes. got showtime for 99 cents a month uh so wow what a deal if yeah. only we had a sponsor you know hashtag amazon prime um because that's where i got it through so i really wanted to watch the show and i was the first episode is free and i was like fuck okay i gotta watch showtime now i gotta i gotta do it. i'm just gonna do it i don't know i'm also one of these people and this is probably what we call person irresponsible with money but i'm one of those people who like there are people who are like I don't have Hulu, it's expensive. I don't have Netflix, it's expensive. I'm like, no, here's the thing. I think all the streaming services are so worth their value. And if they're not worth your value, you're not watching it. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Like, if I'm not watching anything on Peacock, I can unsubscribe from Peacock. But, like, I'm going to Feel get more value. open to just, like, in and out, uh, uh, signing up and, and, and shutting right. down those accounts. That's what I do, though. Like, if I'm not watching anything on whatever platform, then I will, you know remove it like i won't use it anymore yeah but people who are like i won't sign up for hulu i'm like no you don't understand tv is the best thing that we've ever done as a society <laughs> like it's the best thing uh, it is my favorite it's thing my favorite thing <laughs> it's the only thing Yikes. <laughs> that is worth it and we have created as a society even bad shows are better than no shows you know <laughs> yes yeah anyway. i i agree wholeheartedly love shows and tv it is my main thing in life wait john what are you watching uh i got i got two up top of my head because i saw the movie love hard yesterday oh my God, the nina so dobrez jimmy lo- o yang did you one love it? that was really i liked I it a lot it. can i tell um, you my one i think she's great as a romantic lead she's i think nina dobrev is <clears throat> amazing because she's 
really pretty. Yeah. Has good comedic timing. Yeah. And is totally willing to make fun of how pretty she is. Oh yeah, completely. The the, <laughs> the bit where she's singing karaoke. That was amazing. She, I was like, what she's happening. That was scary. I actually yeah. was kind of freaked out by it. But basically, she has an allergic reaction. Spoiler. It's very hitch. Yeah, it's it is very hitch. That's wow. Yeah. My one issue with the film, and it's not really an issue with the film, but it is an issue with Nina's character. Again, love Nina Dobrev. Every, like everything is she's great she does this cute scream when she doesn't like rock climbing you're like I think I love her <laughs> Nina hi call hi. me hi. Uh, I haven't watched the Vampire Diaries but I have watched Jenny Nicholson's video on the Vampire Diaries yeah she's actually really annoying Elena feels like it's not a great part and I'm sorry you had to play it for so long she's great as Catherine and yeah the evil other, one yeah, yeah she's much amazing. happier I think that's why they write that into the show yes let's give everyone an evil counterpart to play because she's so much more likable but my one issue with her in this movie and I've said this before, I said it on Twitter, but so she keeps making references about Christmassy things that are so dated. It's very weird that people are be like arguing over the validity of Die Hard as a Christmas movie. Right. I right. thought we as a society were actually over that <laughs> right, conceptually. That's, that's exactly how I felt. I was like, what, maybe the script was like, it feels older? like a older script that got yeah. updated. And then they were like, but it's called Love Hard. We can't right. get rid it's of it. It's named after Die Hard. Die Hard thing. Which by the way, it took me a while to get that despite them repeatedly <laughs> talking about Die Hard. And it's just kind of like, you could have made this movie with a white guy as the main guy. I wouldn't have liked it. I wouldn't no. have been as interested. Jimmy O. Yang is such like a, you'd never see him in he's that kind great. of role. And he's really good in it. Also, I think he's cute. And like, I think that I oh, would date him. Nice. Yeah. No, like I genuinely am like, okay, Nina Dobrev. I guess that I'm not like supermodel D Nina Dobrev it's or like, whatever, but like, the yeah. The only other thing I've seen him in was Silicon Valley where he played Jin Yang, the oh. evil Chinese guy. Yeah, he's, He's pretty horrible in that show, but it's he's not so a charming. great role. But they no. clearly liked him behind the scenes. And every time I've seen him since then, entertained, he's yeah. good in Crazy Rich Asians. He he's in that. I don't yeah, he's like the a hole one for the bachelor party where they're on like that huge boat. I don't remember shooting that. off all the fireworks. I believe you. I just don't remember him being in that. That's weird. I have to watch that movie again. Yeah. Also, his his accent just surprises me. Well, he, he just didn't have one. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's what surprises me. Because when you first see him playing Jin Yang, you're like, oh, I get it. Right, yeah. And then, no. He's not, he's not an offensive portrayal. Because <laughs> I'm like, hmm. Mm, huh. I don't know. It's man. not my place to say, but I liked him in this movie a lot. Yeah, I liked I was, the movie a lot. I was so charmed. I was like, yeah, we would we would date. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, And I never say that. Like, I was like, yeah, I get it. Like, the other guy, and maybe it's because I'm, like, a vegetarian and whatever also, but, like... Oh, yeah, that other guy's, like, whatever. Yeah, I mean, he's so cute. Like, Isn't he's that so the guy cute. from that one show? Yes, never have I ever. But he's playing a child in that show? He's playing an 18-year-old, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a little weird. Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I will say, I will say, he is so, so cute, but his personality in Love Hard... While it's fine, like, I don't think it's so terrible. I kind of thought it was cute that he was like, there's something wrong with her. It's we just be crazy nice. that, like, her arc is that she's disappointed that the guy doesn't look like what she thought. So she just sees the guy who yes. actually looks like that. And she's like, well, he's got to be everything that right. I thought J Josh was, you know? Right, exactly. But that's the point, right? It's mm -hmm. like, you can't, yeah. Sure. If she did that right away, there wouldn't be a movie. Exactly. Wait, what was your second thing? I was going to talk about Batwoman, and then I realized I think I've already been talking to you about Batwoman. Yeah. They just did the more of the, like, it's the same thing with uh, good character turns evil. Yes. With uh, Mary turns into Poison Ivy. Ugh, but Poison Ivy. But they're also doing something crazy. The main girl, Ryan, was homeless when she first showed up on the show. 
Now she has learned she has a family. Oh, uh, no. Her mom is Robin Givens. What? Yes. Who, Josie's mom. Yes, who is CEO of a company and is trying to buy out Wayne Industries from Ryan. Oh, so they're rich, rich. Very rich. Wow. She also has a brother. So why did they make her have a home? So, turns out that her brother, uh, when he was very young, was on a bus that got stopped by the Joker. And the Joker what? came on this bus and was scaring these kids and ended up electrocuting him with like one of those joy buzzers right on the head. Oh. And it killed any sense of empathy that oh. the boy has. Ew. He murdered his dad mm. by putting peanuts in his sandwich because the dad had an allergy. Yikes. And the mom was like hiding the daughter from him. Oh, okay. So she <laughs> wanted to make sure that the daughter didn't get killed. Right. So now That's this good, guy is yeah. like super evil unhinged chaos energy will come into a scene and just stab a guy that you didn't expect i love it he's got purple hair and orange suit and he's and he's a light-skinned black man he's like the anti-joker and he's running wayne industries right now he took it from her interesting so is he the joker though he's like no he he has a moment where he like puts blood over his mouth and makes a frown Ah. so he's some kind of like negative reversal joker thing he's the well, the opposite of the Joker is Batman. So. Right, right. Interesting. So he's just not Joker. <laughs> he's, 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 uh, he's Kidder. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's Quipper. He's Bitsman. Bitsman. Does, does a lot of Bitsman. <laughs> that could be fun. I would watch that. I'm that really I'm really excited about what they're doing this season. That sounds creepy. Yeah. What, did you watch Gotham? No. So it's just my dad. Okay. I watched some of the first season of Gotham was like, oh, this kind of I liked it the first sucks. season. Oh, I liked it. I it was like fun. this weird thing of like, what if it were both Joel Schumacher's Batman and Christopher Nolan's Batman? That's true. That and I'm was... like, you actually can't put those two things together. Oh, you're doing it anyway. Yeah. All right, there you go off. Uh, you actually can't do the Joker without Batman. You're doing that anyway. I see you don't give a fuck. Well, so they, I think that there is, I could be wrong, but from what I remember, they had a character who was like, oh, we think he's the Joker, but he's not the Joker. And I don't remember how they got away with it. There's two twins who are both kind of the Joker. They both die. And then it's like the implication is like their their legacy creates the real Joker in some way. Like there's there's someone out there laughing his ass off watching their stuff that will become the Joker. That's kind of like Cruella. Do you see Cruella? The movie? Yeah. Uh, No, she murders dogs. She doesn't. Well, do you want me to tell you? Well, she's going to. I know how origin stories work. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, it is very weird that they made a punk rock heroic fashion movie about someone who is most famous for murdering dogs. Right. But I'm wondering, because they're going to make a Cruella 2. No. If they're going to be like, she, you thought that she wanted to murder dogs, but she was just saying that? Like, I don't really understand how they're going to get away with you know, that. You know, it's like they're like, she, it's like Wicked, but with Cruella. But it's, uh, it is not like that. I'm really hoping that next time in New York I can see Wicked again. Maybe more than once. Why doesn't Disney make a Wicked movie? You know that they're doing that, right? Oh, great. Wait, you you just heard about this? You're telling me about this now. Wait, for the first time? Yeah. Yeah, so Cynthia Erivo and Ariana Grande are going to be... I swear I didn't make that up. That's weird. No, you're right. I did hear about that, and I thought that was weird because Cynthia Erivo looks 20 years older than Ariana Grande. I thought that was weird, too. And I cannot get over that. But she's still And also, no, I don't... She's so good, though. I feel like Cynthia Erivo has been forced on me in everything what? other really? than I love Bad Times of the El Royale. Every time I see her in a part, it feels like it's an added tacked on part made just for her. 
And I'm like, I didn't. All right. Wait, what other movies? I, I guess the first one I'm thinking of is Widows. Oh, I so I did see that movie. And I don't really remember that much about Widows. She didn't really pop for me. And then it's like, now she's Harriet Tubman. And then she kept doing those historical women's movies. I love her. I think she's And I'm kind of like, all right, I'm going to get another thing. I uh, think she's great. I love Cynthia. I'm Rudolph. not about it yet. I'm kind of more weirded out about that. But she was it. really good in El Royale. She's really good in that movie. I love that movie. Wait, no, I don't. Why'd I say that? I love her in that movie. I don't love that movie. <laughs> you don't love that movie? No, I love everybody in that movie. Great cast. Yeah, great cast. I don't like that movie. And I'm not huh. sure why I said that. Did not like that movie. Do like Cynthia Erivo. I think she's going to kill it. I think she's very talented. Um, I and interviewed she's playing her... Elphaba? Yes. Mm. I interviewed her the day, though, that the Wicked News was announced, but before the Wicked News was announced. I just, I so feel I like that sad. would be a really good role for, well, I guess not an unknown. It has to be someone who you can put through a transformation, but it's because the character yeah. starts so young. Right. I feel like it should be someone kind of young. young. Yeah. I don't know how old Cynthia Revo is. I'm going to check it out. Hold Do you on. think, uh, what's her name who plays Rachel Berry is like upset that she lost oh, another yeah, one? Oh yeah. That's, that's all anybody was saying. Especially after the funny girl thing. <laughs> the best part is, uh, Beanie Feltz to be like, I'm sorry, who is she? Right. Right. I don't know this person. I don't know her. Okay, so Cynthia Erivo and Ariana Grande are not so far apart in age. Ariana Grande is 28, Cynthia Erivo is 34, but neither of them are college students. Yeah. So that is kind of a weird thing. But we also don't know how close Wicked is going to be to the musical. Mm -hmm. It could be very different. I think Cynthia Erivo is a good choice, at least for later Elphaba. Ariana Grande, as much as I love Ariana Grande and I'm a huge fan of her music, I I don't know if I see her as Glinda. Galinda, if yeah, you know. Yeah, Galinda. Galinda. From now on, I will be Glinda. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was a weird part of the film. I mean, we are part of the musical, actually. I cannot wait to see it again, though. But I, I'm very much a supporter of Cynthia Revo, and I guess I'll be a supporter of Ariana Grande for the Wicked movie. Yeah. I'm just excited it's happening, because I love Wicked. I love Wicked. I love Wicked. Nice. Yeah. So I think that's it, John. That is kind of it. Where can they yeah. find you? You can find me on Twitter at Riley Tweets. That's R-E-I-L-O-I Tweets. Or over on my other podcast, Scaredy Chat. Rate, review, subscribe, etc., etc. Do that for us, too, if you want to. I mean, please. only if you have to. Only if you have to. <laughs> um, and you can also find us on Instagram at the Riverdale Register Podcast. John, what about you? You can find me on my blog, Catch from the Rye uh, Rye spelled W R Y for anyone who doesn't get that. Who doesn't know by now. Yeah. And that's it because I'm not on Twitter. Yeah, John's like invisible now. But Are my you... mental health is great. I just built Legos during the day. I did see that when I snuck into our Instagram stories on our podcast mm. uh, Instagram because mm-hmm. I don't have Instagram. So look at us. Look at us. <laughs> We're doing great. Who would have thought? <laughs> Amazing. Next anyway. week, do we know anything about next week? No, I didn't watch a trailer or anything. So I, I tend to watch these episodes pretty early, so I don't watch the trailer with them. Mr. Cipher. Chapter 98, Mr. Cipher. After being visited by a mysterious figure who arrives in Riverdale, the gang finds themselves faced with unexpected ultimatums. That could be anything. <gasps> Different director, though. What? What oh. happened to Gabrielle Correa? Is he okay? Oh, man, I hope he's okay. I'm sure he'll be rolling in the money a la Veronica. To find out uh, if Gabriel Correa survives this season, tune in next week. <laughs> you know, that'd be so sad. Anyway, over and out, River Vixens.